Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's journal entry. I hope that if you celebrated, you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. This was an interesting Thanksgiving for me in a few different ways. One being that obviously you're supposed to give thanks and a lot of people use this day to reflect and give gratitude and share that publicly on social media. And this was the first year where on Thanksgiving Day, not only did I not do any sort of post, but I also didn't reflect on like what I was grateful for. And it felt weird. I I felt like something that I should do. But I feel like I do it so frequently, like every other day of the year. And I also felt, I don't know, like it was, it was a challenge for me to really not to think of things because off the cuff, I can think of a million things that I'm grateful for at any time, but it was just challenging for me to go there this year, if that makes sense. And I think it's because my life is just so different now than I ever had planned. And it's actually what inspired this episode. And so this episode, we're going to be talking about change and how that can show up in our lives, what it might feel like, what you can do to process the emotions and to work through it and to continue forward because there's no other way, right? We have to move through it. And in thinking about how my life has changed, because that's such a broad statement, I realized that it's much simpler to pick a point in time that you can reference. Because once you do that, then you can think back and be like, okay, well, what was last Thanksgiving like and the year, the Thanksgiving before that like? And so that's what I did when I journaled this morning. And I actually reflected back five years. And so I have my journal open right now and I'm just going to read through like just quick bullet points to give you a snapshot of what my life was like around this time of year. So this wasn't like me sitting down at Thanksgiving dinner each year, but just like what my life was like. So I started back in 2018. I was living in Kennebunk, Maine, Kennebunkport. I love Kennebunkport. I was happily married and I wrote blissfully unaware. That was all that came to me when I wrote down for 2018. 2019. And I only remember this part because Facebook time hop, Facebook, Facebook memories, whatever that is, popped up for me the other day, a memory from 2019 that it was a post where I had shared that I just stumbled upon the Enneagram I realized that I was an Enneagram nine, which is for lack of a better term, people pleasing, and that I was trying to actively stand up for myself. 
And I do, once I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that was one of the first times around this time of year that I took small steps to stand up for myself and to share how I was feeling. And in this particular moment, it was with a friend that had reached out. It wasn't a friend. It was like a coworker kind of, um, that reached out and just was like checking in to see how I was doing. And I actually had been keeping in a lot of emotions. And so I opened up and I shared with her how I was feeling and it just did not go well. So I think that I like had that experience and I became a hermit again. I was like, "Uh Oh, <laughs> I did open up and she like got super pissed at me. Um, but that was my first experience and it did feel good to stand up for myself. I was still living in Maine at that time. I actually, fun fact, got pregnant like three months later. Okay. Fast forward 2020. I had Griffin. I, he was a newborn. He was born in October. Um, I was living in the outer banks with my ex and it was funny because when I was journaling about 2020, I felt like paralyzed, like nothing was coming to me. And when I'm journaling and nothing comes to me, I just ask myself questions to try and spur a thought or an emotion or an experience. And so in my head, I'm just like, okay, what was I feeling? What was I doing? What was the holiday like? And it just like, like, I just couldn't put my pen to paper. And I think that that's actually how I felt at that time. Um, I, I also wrote down just surviving numb. And I don't know that I would have told you that back then because I was just going through the motions, you know, like I, I didn't even allow myself to go there, but looking back at myself, kind of like closing my eyes and seeing myself back then, that's, that's what I was doing. Um, I also remember really missing my family. And I called my mom for her stuffing recipe that Thanksgiving, because it's so good. The only stuffing that I like actually. <laughs> okay. 2021 last year, Thanksgiving, this was my first year, first holiday as well. I'm realizing now single momming it. And I did have Griffin with me for the holiday last year. And I was just surrounded by family and I felt loved and supported. And it was a really good holiday. 2022 this year. <laughs> so Griffin was with his dad and you know how thanks the night before Thanksgiving is supposed to be like the biggest going out night of the year. So I went out with my sister and brother-in-law and it was great. We went to a local brewery, grabbed a couple beers. We came back. And when I got back to my place, I walked into Griffin's room. Like I didn't mean to, it just... <laughs> It was weird. I just, I just did, I guess. So I walked into Griffin's room and I sat on the floor looking at his crib. And it was such an interesting experience because his crib was obviously empty because he wasn't here. And I had this huge lump in my throat of sadness that he wasn't here. 
but also that my life is what it is. Like the reality that not just that he's not here, but the fact that my life is one where my son isn't with me every holiday, where I am divorced. Like, I don't think anyone signs up for life, for for marriage, thinking, yeah, I might get divorced someday and it'll be okay, you know? So the reality set in and I had this huge lump in my throat. And when I feel that these days, I allow myself to express it and to cry, but I couldn't cry. And I think it was because at the same time that I was feeling sadness and loss and grief even, I was equally excited for the future and proud of myself for making this change. Like it was the hardest decision of my life to leave my marriage, but it was also the best decision and I'm feeling empowered. And so it was the most bittersweet moment. And at that same time, if I, when thinking about 2022 Thanksgiving, I did feel loved and supported, but in a different way, like on my own, if that makes sense. So it was a really interesting year. And when thinking back of all these five years of all the change, I realized that change can be so many different things. And at first I was thinking I have probably experienced more change than many people, but then I was like, maybe not. (laughs) So much has happened for so many people. So some of you out there listening might have experienced way more than me or, or less in terms of, um, like physical change, right? So change can be physical. I, in the last five years, was living in Maine, and then I moved to the Outer Banks, and then I moved to New York State. So that's change, right? And with moving comes feelings and emotions. And um, if you're moving with a partner, it's a it's a dynamic. You have to work together, and and that's a whole thing. Change can also be mental. For me personally, I went from wanting to stand up for myself to survival mode and kind of like becoming a hermit to now when I was thinking of how I feel present day, I feel fulfilled and just whole. Change can also happen within relationships. I had a baby. I had I gave birth to a brand new life. <laughs> I also got divorced I and, and living closer to family. All of those things are huge. I, or change can also be emotional. I went from blissfully unaware, which is exactly, exactly how I felt, to then, I, I felt like I was blissfully unaware until I couldn't be anymore, until I just couldn't hide it. And then that was when I started to feel lack in some sense, which for me was just unsupported. And like my partner wouldn't, like I was always the one trying to compromise and just, what is that called? Like the awakening (laughs) of like, oh, this is what's happening. 
this is how it makes me feel. This is not how I want to feel. What the hell? What do I do? Um, to now how I feel emotionally, I was really thinking this is a time too where it was hard to put my pen to paper and I was like prompting myself to get to write something of how I feel currently. And the word that came to me was ownership. I feel complete ownership over my life in the best way possible. And it feels really good. And then also, I think that we have to remember that there is also the emotional stress and anxiety and familial, you know, stress that happens during the holidays um, or just during other shifts. There's so many different types of changes. I shared with you what I've experienced and you're probably thinking right now of how this relates to you and different things that you've experienced. All of that is change and there is no experience that is bigger or less than mine. I used to be the person that would say, I, I would justify my emotions and say, it could be much worse though. So it's not that big of a deal. And I see all the time on Instagram posts now that like, no, like I can still feel that way. And so no matter what type of change you've experienced, you can feel how you feel feel and or felt in that situation. Don't compare, try not to compare your change in situation to mine or to somebody else's that you've been watching or that you know. Now, here is the part that most of you probably want to know, which is how to work through it, right? Like it's easy to spot change, to feel the change, but then it's, it's super easy to sit in that and just to not really work through it. And then it builds up. And so I wanted to share with you at least how I process change and the emotions specifically behind change. Um, because when I think back to the change physical, there's like when I was moving from Maine to the Outer Banks, there are a whole lot of emotions behind that. And so for me, it, what every single type of change went came back, boiled down to the emotional aspect. So when I was thinking of how I moved through it, I had to process the emotions. And so obviously you guys know that I love journaling. It's just, it allows me the time and space and peace to process and I think that's the key. Anything that allows you to slow down, to disconnect, and to process, which is to ask yourself questions of, how am I feeling? And that's how I open up a lot of journal entries, especially if I'm feeling a certain way, like overwhelmed even. I just start off by asking, how am I feeling? And then I dig into that. What's prompting that? Is there a trigger? How do I want to feel? What is the gap between there? Is there something that I can do or say or someone that I can talk to about this? So for me, that's journaling. But I actually heard recently of, I forget what it's called, but it's like, 
It's like journal art, where instead of journaling words, you draw. So maybe it's drawing for you. Or maybe it's talking to a friend. But I want to point out, this is not going out to grab coffee with a friend and you just talk surface level. This is asking a friend to come over, sitting on your couch and allowing yourself to share how you're feeling and the struggles and, um, you know, the unsexy stuff, the stuff that's uncomfortable, which is a different dynamic in a friendship. But that's also what creates stronger friendships and stronger, you know, sisterhoods. And so talking to a friend can be really helpful. And then therapy. You guys know I'm a big therapy fan. And the last idea I wrote down was walking. I get a lot of creative ideas, but also therapeutic feelings by walking. When I'm walking without music, without an audiobook, without my phone, and I can just allow myself to listen to myself, to process those emotions, to think about how I'm feeling. So again, really anything where you can allow yourself to slow down, have that peace and space to ask yourself the hard questions and to honor the emotions that you have and to not judge them no matter how big, small, how ugly you feel that they might be. If you take the journaling route, you might feel better after one session. You might just need one journal entry to hash out all of your seasonal stress. <laughs> um, and, and you might even, when you're journaling, ask, okay, how can I feel less stressed this week and come up with your game plan? And you'll feel immaculately better at the end of that journal entry. There are other situations that take a longer time. And so give yourself grace. And this is where the habit of journaling is incredible. Because some days you will have a breakthrough day and you're going to feel amazing. And then the very next day, you're going to feel like you can't tap into anything. Or you might have a really good day and... You're just going to write in your journal, I feel really great today. I feel happy. I'm going to go pick up my son today, you know, and it won't be any, any aha moments. Um, so just establishing a habit behind journaling will allow you to slowly but surely and continually process those hard emotions that will inevitably come again. And that's actually what I do with my private coaching. I was thinking back on my own journey and it took me Clearly, it took me years to get from even, you know, the changes that we've talked about in this journal entry, but it took me four months to really sit down and start processing my emotions to go from that place of confusion and I don't know what I want slash I'm not honoring what I want and I don't know how to get it and I don't know what to do and oh my God, to who I am now, which is someone who knows what she wants and knows how she wants to feel and is becoming more confident with how to ask for it and creating that life. It took me four months to become that version of myself. And so with my private coaching, it's a four month process where I walk with you through these emotions. But if you're listening on Monday, when this episode launches, there are still a few hours left of my Black Friday sale, which is my 
what I'm calling my curative clarity call. So this is just one call with me. It's not four months. It's just one call, 45 minutes. And it's where I'm going to help you uncover your feelings so that you can gain clarity. You might be in that blissfully unaware stage that I was in. And so if you are, I'll help you uncover how are you really feeling? <laughs> um, and then my favorite part is having that clarity so that you can see what the next steps are so that instead of staying stuck in that feeling or in that situation, you can move through the peaks and valleys of that emotion quicker, or you can move through those bigger emotions or situations more gracefully. Like I said, there are some things where you can process through a couple of journal entries. There are some things that will take months or years to process. And so having a journaling practice for me has allowed me to become so emotionally aware that I feel like I am more graceful in dealing with people and like, what's the word? Understanding my emotions. I don't think that's what I mean. I mean, like controlling, controlling my emotions when certain people try and trigger me. And, you know, it, it just feels like a much more graceful version of myself with the chaos that's still swirling around me. So anyways, if that's something that you're interested in, you can go to samanthapenkoff.com forward slash black hyphen Friday. I'll also put that in the show notes for you to click on. Um, and then after Monday, then it, you can definitely work with me through my private coaching, but this is the last day for my one-on-one -on -one 45 minute call. But I hope that you really enjoyed this episode and even more so, I hope that you allow yourself the time and space to reflect back on what change you are currently feeling. And it just, in fact, how you're currently feeling, what changes are going on in your life and how you want to feel. And hopefully some of you are aligned, but there are things every day, especially during the holiday season that are a great opportunity to dig into, to dig a little bit deeper, to further our joy and fulfillment and ownership of our lives. So I hope that you have a wonderful week and that you enjoy the holiday season, no matter how much change is going on in your life. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners. So make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.